Hi, and welcome to Healing Quest. I'm Judy Brooks. And I'm Roy Walkenhurst. Our focus here on Healing Quest is integrative health, including mind-body medicine and how it can help us all achieve optimum well-being. Well, thanks for joining us. We hope you had a wonderful holiday. Boy, I'm telling you, ours was kind of quiet. It was nice, but here we are in 2018. We had restful holidays. Yes, yes, you did, and it was good. It was good. It was good. So um, how are all of you doing with those New Year's resolutions? Mm -hmm. You know, an estimated 40% of Americans make self-improvement resolutions every year. Unfortunately, studies show that only about 8% of us keep those resolutions going. One thing the experts say is, Keep your resolution list short, simple, and specific to have the best chance of keeping them going. For example, instead of resolving to lose a vague amount of weight... I have an idea about that. Okay. That is, instead of resolving to do that, just avoid potato chips and fries and maybe ice cream and... For how long? Forever? About six weeks. <laughs> yeah. For about six weeks. And according to one expert, if you can't measure it, it's not a good resolution. Vague goals beget vague results. Hmm. One thing that was especially good about our holidays this year is that we were enjoying them in California. <laughs> uh, a lot of people were not probably enjoying oh, theirs quite as much in the in Midwest on, and on the East Coast. And, and even parts of the South. I mean, it was amazing. You know, at one point in the last day or so, it was warmer in Juneau, Alaska than Tallahassee, Florida. But there's no climate change. <laughs> yeah, right? no global warming. No don't, global warming. Don't no, talk that's not happening. That. Well, we thought we'd start today's show with a couple of natural health tips for avoiding the flu and the blues in the winter weeks ahead. Mm-hmm. Well, the first one, this is a no-brainer, really, but it is the first one is exercise because studies show that moderate exercisers get 20 to 30% fewer colds than those who don't keep their body moving. Exercise also bolsters your immune system along with increasing your energy, and it also helps you keep a positive mood. The second tip we have for you is vitamin D. None of this is earth-shaking like you've never heard it before, but it's easy to forget how good exercise can be for you in the, in the winter, and vitamin D, really important. Don't forget about it in the rainy, foggy weeks ahead because, you know, in the summer, vitamin D is produced when the sun's rays hit our skin, but in the winter, we need it in supplement form because we don't get as much sun on our skin, and... Studies show low levels of vitamin D lead to more colds and flu. Well, and speaking of those rainy days ahead, did you ever suspect that rainy days and achy joints are connected? I know a lot of people think that. Well, if you did, it turns out that that might not be the case. According to uh, a Harvard Medical School study, they say that they could find no connection between rainfall and doctor visits for joint or back pain. They examined 11 million Medicare records and rainfall totals, and it just turns out that no matter how they looked at the data, they just couldn't find any correlation between rainfall totals and physician visits. Now, the study did not attempt to gauge joint pain among those who didn't go to the doctor, but for now, the conclusion is that the rain-pain connection... Probably all in your head. But on the topic of our head, we have some new diet recommendations for keeping our brain happy. (laughs) Not just healthy, but a happy, healthy brain. There you go. And that came from a study conducted by the State University of New York. Researchers there used data from a food mood questionnaire that was completed by people around the world. And they focused on food groups associated with neurochemistry. One key finding is that adults over 30 must make sure they're getting enough antioxidants in foods like fruits and veggies to deal with the free radicals in our cells that can cause disturbances like the fight-or-flight response in our brain and... And a lot of other problems. Researchers also advise minimizing foods that activate brain stress, and that would be foods like carbohydrates and coffee. 
And by the way, later in our show, we're going to have even more happiness tips, so you don't want to miss that. But right now, if you're just joining us, you're listening to Healing Quest. I'm Roy Walkenhorst. And I'm Judy Brooks, and we're talking about natural ways to help us all live longer, happier lives. Uh, underline the happier. Yeah, there you go. So in that regard, we were fascinated by a new study on people who live to be 100. It was conducted <laughs> by UC San Diego and the University of Rome on several hundred citizens who live in nine villages in southern Italy, and they range in age from 90 to 101 years old. Wow. Well, that, they found that in this group, they identified common you know, psychological traits, including you know, work ethic, stubbornness. <laughs> I love that, the stubbornness, mm-hmm. a positive mental attitude, and a strong bond with family, religion, and the land. And we've heard that before in, in terms of longevity. But most of the participants, now these are people from 91 to 100, are still working either at home or on the land. Researchers also found that the oldsters that they were studying actually had better mental health than their younger family members who were 51 to 75 years old. (laughs) Uh, You know, I I can't resist saying here, I bet you, I bet you there were far few smartphones in the 90 to 101-year-old, much less screen time much less being, uh, you know, exposed to some of the stuff that's flying around on the Internet these days, which isn't. But the other thing that's fun is the whole stubbornness thing. Well, the stubbornness thing. But I, I, but I think a lot of it has to do with being on the land. I think that's probably got a lot to do Get with it. Get you off the couch, away from that TV screen, and then just doing something that's really productive. There you go. If you're concerned about your mental health in the years ahead, you may also be interested in new research we found showing that marriage may lower the risk of developing dementia. Hmm. Well, there's a good reason to get married. <laughs> exactly. I've never heard anybody think, well, you know, I'm going to get married because maybe I won't have dementia later <laughs> in life. You know. Well, that's the finding from 15 studies covering over 800,000 adults in Europe, Asia, North America, and South America. The bottom line was that widowers and lifelong single adults are at heightened risk of developing dementia. The findings were published in the Journal of Neurology and Psychiatry, so this is This is very carefully done, and that's the conclusion that they came to. The study's authors say marriage may help both partners have healthier lifestyles, including exercising more. There's that exercise thing. Yep, that's always (laughs) the Exercise and eating right. You know, they just seem to be right at the top of the list. No news there. Kind of simple things to do, but so many of us don't do them. I think that the the being a couple, I think, uh, helps, helps that happen. In any case, we think you're going to like what we've learned about how to have more happiness in your life, and that's coming up later in our show. Also in today's show, Michelle Bernhardt has our astrological outlook for January. Mm. And coming up next, Dr. Joyce Michael Flynn updates us on her involvement in a national conference on turning post-traumatic stress into post-traumatic growth. What I really love about that is is the focus of Dr. Michael Flynn's work in this conference is not only cancer survivors, but cancer caregivers and their family, because those folks have also gone through or are going through a really traumatic experience. And I think there's some great wisdom in in understanding how to go through that and getting advice and guidance uh, on how to do that in the best way. So I think you're going to be interested in what uh, Dr. Flynn, Michael Flynn has to say. Right. So stay with us because she's, she's going to be right up. And also you can follow us on Facebook and Twitter. And we'd really like it if you'd let us know on Facebook what you want to hear us talk about. And we'd like to hear from you on how you bring happiness into your life. We may just call you up and have you on the, on the show with us. Don't forget podcasts of this and other Healing Quest shows are available at kfbk.com, on the iHeartRadio app, and by Googling Healing Quest iHeart Podcasts. I'm Judy Brooks. And I'm Roy Walkenhorst, and you're listening to Healing Quest on KFBK and iHeartRadio. Radio. 